0: We hear these words from our Lord this morning. Blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. These past few Sundays, we've been consecutively going through hearing the Gospel of Matthew. This week is no different. And this week, we enter the 13th chapter of Matthew, which means that for the next three Sundays, we're going to hear all the parables of Jesus in the Gospel, Parables that illuminate the mystery of who God is, of what his word is, and what the kingdom of heaven is like. And it's no secret that parables were one of Jesus' favorite ways to teach. He used them to highlight the simplicity, yet the complexity of his message, of his word. Parables are quite interesting, actually. And for Jesus, they're not just a means by which he reaches the unlearned. But rather, there are means by which he both reveals and conceals the mystery of the kingdom. To reveal and to conceal. And he explains to us today in our gospel the reason why. When asked by his disciples, this is his response This is why I speak to them in parables, because they look but do not see, and hear but do not listen or understand. Blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. So how do we look and see, and hear, and listen, and understand? How do we receive the secrets of the mysteries behind the parables that Jesus gives to us? It all lies in the parable we hear today. Jesus begins by addressing this big crowd. You can just imagine Jesus having to step out onto a boat because the shoreline is full of people waiting to hear what he has to say. And despite there being a big crowd of people, the only ones who will truly understand his words are those who have hearts of rich soil. What does Jesus mean by rich soil? He explains at the end of our gospel, but the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands the word the one who hears and understands. Blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. Our brothers and sisters, Sunday in and Sunday out, we come into this church and we have the privilege and honor of hearing what all the prophets, all the kings of Israel, all the people of Israel since the beginning of time longed to hear. The message of salvation the message of the kingdom of the Messiah that they are waited for, the words of Jesus, the words of the God-man, the word made flesh. And every Sunday, we hear the words of Jesus in the gospel reading, and we show them honor and respect by standing for them, like soldiers at attention waiting to hear the king's commands. Yet do we understand them? But how can I understand, Father, I thought Jesus conceals the meaning of the parables. How do I become one to whom he reveals the mysteries, the secrets behind the words? How? Well, how else can we understand them, my brothers and sisters, unless we ponder them, unless we sit with them, unless we not just hear them, but let them enter into our hearts? Blessed are your ears because they hear. Through the parable of the sower, our Lord Jesus Christ is inviting us to ponder his word, to pray with his word, the word of God, the sacred scriptures. In the parable, the sower is Christ. And notice something about Christ as the sower. He's utterly careless with the seed. Let me ask you a question. What good farmer takes the precious seed that he just went and bought his money that he worked hard for and just starts throwing it everywhere, on rocky ground, on thorny ground, on the sidewalk. No good farmer does that. Rather, he carefully takes them into the little holes he's dug and places them carefully, covers it up, and begins to water. But Jesus is a different kind of sower. He's utterly generous with his word with his grace, with his mercy, with his love. He just lavishes it upon us. It's us who fail to provide the rich soil for fruit to be born. And it takes us pondering his word, ruminating over the sacred scriptures, especially the gospels, hanging on to every word he speaks, readying our hearts to be tilled up, to be opened up, so that the word of God may fall upon our hearts over and over and over again. So I have a question for you. Where is scripture found in your life? Is it just a cute wall decoration at home or at work? Is it just a caption to a filtered photo on Instagram? Is it just an amen you comment on on Facebook? Where is scripture found in your life? Is it just heard on Sundays? And then that's it? That's all? Or a Scripture part of your prayer? There's an ancient practice of prayer. It's called Lexio Divina. Maybe some of you have heard of it, maybe not. And it stands for holy reading. And what you do is you take a little passage of Scripture and you begin to read it slowly, very prayerfully. And maybe a word strikes you. Maybe a verse hits you at the heart. Then you stop. And you begin to repeat it over and over again, slowly, letting it go deeper and deeper into your heart, pondering it, seeking to understand what it means. Because the one with rich soil is one who hears and who understands. I'd like to share with you a quote from the catechism, and it, it talks about meditating regularly. This is what it says, quote, Christians owe it to themselves to develop the desire to meditate regularly, lest they come to resemble the three kinds of soil in the parable of the sower. Blessed are your ears, my brothers and sisters, because they hear. So, upon what kind of soil is a seed, is the word of God falling upon? Is it a pathway? Is it rocky ground? Is it thorny ground? Or is it it upon rich soil? Soil that longs for the word of God. Soil which sees the richness of the scriptures as something life-giving. Does the word of God call call you like the two disciples on the road to Emmaus? When they're walking with Jesus and he's opening up the scriptures for them and what do they say? We're not our hearts burning when he opened up the scriptures for us. Do your hearts burn and long for the sacred page, for the words of Jesus, the words of God? Where is scripture found in your life? Our Lord presents three kinds of soil today. I'd like to focus on two. First, the rocky ground. Jesus describes it as this, quote, One who hears the word and receives it at once with joy. But he has no root and lasts only for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, he immediately falls away. So maybe today you begin to pray the scriptures. But then in a day or two, maybe a week or two, maybe a month or two, the temptation will come to put it aside. Maybe things are getting too difficult. Maybe too many trials are coming your way. Maybe it's just too inconvenient in your time, in your daily life, and you push it away. Will your hearts be proved to be rocky ground? The second is the thorny ground. Our Lord describes it as this, quote, one who hears the word, but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word and it bears no fruit worldly anxiety and the lure of riches you see the word of God cannot flourish flourish when we're fixed on the things of this world when the anxieties of life and on worldly things and immoderately pursuing wealth becomes our God becomes what we focus on becomes something that we allow to enter into the furrows of our heart into the soil of our hearts now, I know as parents and, God and grandparents, you have to provide for your children and your family and even your neighbor when you need. And sometimes doing that is difficult. Sometimes life throws us curveballs and anxieties of life come our way. I understand. But Jesus says when those anxieties come or when we begin to pursue wealth just for the sake of wealth and just for the sake of worldliness, The word of God is choked, and it cannot bear fruit. Blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. My brothers and sisters, the average person has eight hours when he's not working or sleeping. Why can't we take 15 minutes, just 15 minutes of the eight hours, to sit with the word of God? In the bulletin every week, the scriptures for each day are provided. Why not take those scriptures and sit with them? Will you say, Father, Jesus doesn't speak to me in prayer, that's why I don't pray. Well, maybe we haven't listened yet to what he's already spoken. It's time to start hearing, my brothers and sisters. It's time to start listening. And it's time to start pondering the word of God. Because as St. Jerome said, Ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. Blessed are your ears because you have the privilege of hearing the word of God.